Hey, if you love The Goon Show, I'll bet you'll love my new comedy podcast called Expertise, where a fake expert makes up fake facts about real things. It's nutty, zany, silly, with lots of room for improvisation, just like The Goons. Join us, won't you, at funnypodcast.co. This is the BBC. I'll say Grimsley. That's a bit near the knuckle. <laughs> Never mind, Mr. Speaker. Never mind. Comfort yourself with the leading part in this daring sex drama oh. entitled <laughs> The Telephone. Simple. Act one, scene one. The North London GPO telephone manager's office. What's that, Jim? Uh, telephone come. Oh. So they've installed one at last, Jim. Call a meeting of all the people we keep specially for meetings. <laughs> right. And make it to three o'clock. Right. I'll put the hands on with the... Thank you, thank you. GPO telephone type rubber. Silence! Silence! Silence, members of the Rubot Society. <laughs> Gentlemen, this first meeting of the telephone managers will be presided over in his new underpants by Mr. Jasper Bass at uh, 610. Thank you, thank you. Sit down. Who's next, Jim? There's somebody in my district who wants the phone. Good heaven. Uh, <laughs> Have you got the name of this sensual, pleasure-loving devil? <laughs> Henry Albert Sebastable, Queen Victoria Crown. Disgusting! I've held him off for eight years, but my supplies of our printed refusal cards was running so low. The things they use them for, I tell you, I've never... Uh, may I interrupt? <laughs> I interrupt here, gentlemen. You have. You have interrupted. I happen to know that Mr. Crumb is the inventor of the black telephone. Oh, black? Rubbish. Argy-bargy. What about Edison Bell? Edison Bell, sir, invented the brown telephone. Gentlemen... <laughs> If we know what's good for us, we'll give this chap Crown a telephone immediately. Hello, listeners. The job of installing Crown's phone fell to me, Ned Seagoon. Yes, thank you. As you've guessed by that tune, I was the senior outdoor line layer, Oxfordania. That is quite true. Seagoon had just finished a brilliant military career by climbing over the wall at Aldershot. <laughs> he arrived at Mr. Crun's house. Oh, good morning, Pesman. Uh, three pints, please. No, 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 you don't understand. I've come to install a black telephone. Four pints and a small brown. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've only got a large black. Oh, a large black is a fifty bumpet. What type of talking are you doing there? I'm from the GPO. We have nothing to hide. And we have nothing to show either. But do come in, Gapo. You'll, um... <laughs> You'll pardon the mess. We can't help it, really. We're bachelors, you know. I see. Why don't you get married? I would, but Moriarty doesn't love me. <laughs> um, um, are you Mr. Crun? No, I'm uh, Grit Pipe Fine. 
a criminal by appointment to the Royal Household Cavalry. Oh, really? Why are you living in a hole in the ground? Something to do with the shortage of money. You know. uh, Mr. Crumbs moved there. Yes, to 17A Africa. 17A Africa. Hmm. Can I get that down the Finchley Road? Eventually, yes. <laughs> I'd better write that down. E V E M C H E W two A L Y. Eventually. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Right. <laughs> Goodbye. No, look at that. Come back, little boiling bubble. Listen to me. Before you go to 17A Africa, yes. would you take this suspicious looking brown paper parcel wrapped in sting and tied with newspaper? Certainly. Certainly. Okay, William. 17A Africa and step on it. Eight months later. Oh, uh, Mike, you sure we're still in the Finchley Road? <sighs> of course. Now, let's see. We've, we've used 48,000 miles of cable. William, you'd better get back to acting for another telegraph phone. Oh, mate, I'm fed up going back. Like port comes only from Brottingle, you know. <laughs> it starts when I get home at night, and as soon as I get back, I have to turn around and cycle back here in the morning. <laughs> yes, yes, I see. It doesn't seem a long way out here. Perhaps we should ask our way. Pardon me. Sorry, boy, I'm a stranger around here. Bludgeon. Oh, Max Gildrake, blimey.
As Nettie staggered blindly through Africa at the extreme end of the Finchley Road, he little knew he was within a telephone called Stirl of the British Telephone Supply Depot. Your own God. I can't sit here all day. Stop, 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 stop. A palladium-type, comic-type gentleman has just collapsed on a heap outside. I know, I tripped over that heap myself only this morning. Now lift up his wig and let's have a look at him. Steady, lad. Fan him with a thermometer and put a copy of the Lancet under his head. Goodness gracious, he is, he is seriously unconscious, Major. No wonder. I'll just lift that heavy wallet off him. No wonder there were 40 pounds pressing on his chest. Now we'll restore the circulation in his arms with the toad ointment. Just put this pen in his hand and run it lightly over this check. There. Oh, where am I? In the red. Thank heavens, a British bank manager. He's delirious. Hold him down while I force this brandy between my lips. Now, yes, you, you look much better now, lad. So do you. Yes. Pardon me. I'll just stand in this hole facing north. Why? For all the rage, you know. Daddy, there must be a hell in there. Further down it is. Now, <laughs> oh, lad, what brings you to the steaming well of Fitchley? I'm looking for the inventor of the telescope. Ah, that's Cran, Henry Cran. So you're looking for that cool, high-stepping fool, are you? Him and his sensual Caucasian knee-dancing. <laughs> that's how he tempted poor Minnie away from me. Oh, Min. <laughs> Come now, Major Dennis, please. What? Oh. Dry your tears of this marble statue of a handkerchief. Thank you. Poor Min, abducted in the prime of her twilight. Oh, it's, it's a long story. I, I remember it all started on the road to Mandalay. I see. Where the flying did you believe? And, oh. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, 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 but, but that's your pigeon. So it is. How did it get out? Take this pigeon away and bring me a clothes brush. <laughs> A simple question. Where is 17A Africa? 17A? You're on the wrong side of the continent. Oh. Odd numbers are right over on the other side. Well, could you let me have two hunters and a safari to escort me? For a consideration. Thank you. You'll find them encamped in a hole in the ground at Korwatagonga. Right. <laughs> right. Goodbye, Major. Sitting over an all-night campfire, awaiting the arrival of Sigun, sit two all-night sun-tanned veterans of the safari. Time for Betty Bicycle. Go <laughs> oh, 
or slip on my pajamas. Why? Are they greasy? Oh, you made a funny joke, then. Yes. Can I tell you another one, Nickel? Not yet, no time. Oh. Yes, I, I like telling stories. Cause telling it's stories is fine. I tell you, Carl. Your bottle? This story is only for big boys. Oh, oh. I'll put my hat on then. <laughs> Okay. Hey, you won't tell my mum, will you, girl? No, no, no. That's just between me and you. Yeah. Okay, now then. Um, go on, mother. Go on. Come on. Why did the chicken cross the right? Oh, ho, 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 ho. oh, you naughty boy! <laughs> oh, ho, ho. you naughty fellow! Oh, it's a good job for you. I'm a man of the world. Oh dear! Oh dear! No, 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 Eh? That was not the end. <laughs> it finishes up to get to the other side. Oh, um, what a, no, 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 no. That, that's not as funny as the first one. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. That was, that, that was funny, Bottle. Why not funny, funny? Why did the chicken go to... <laughs> No, no. Oh, you cannot appreciate my modern style back of matchbox type joking. I do not wish to discuss further. Oh. I have got other matters to think of. Oh, what a steady now. Hey! There's something in my bed. The phantom struck a line. <laughs> A crocodile, that's lucky. A crocodile lucky? Of course he's lucky. He's got a bird to sleep in. <laughs> I'll just switch out the candles. Oh. Good night, Dickon. Good night, Bottle. Oh, 
real, that real stag body stuff, bottle. You're a man of the world, bottle. Who? Oh. What a 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 Excuse me. What happened? What happened? What if you're Napoleon, I'm the Duke of Wellington. Want to fight? <laughs> Listen, little glass of water. I'm Neddy Sigun. I believe you're the two guides to take me to 17A Africa. Yes, we have got all your stars ready for the journey. Check. Check. One naked human bath chair. One long-time record of a naked woman. <laughs> With clothes on, of course. No, and on the other side. Oh, let's <laughs> turn the record over. Aye. Then I trust you'd only play that racket in the dark. Mr. Ellington, a demonstration on your quans. Oh, he's going to quans. What's a quans, bottle? <laughs> <laughs> well, I never felt more like singing the blues. Cause I never thought that I'd ever lose your love, dear. Why do you do me this way? Say, well, I never felt more like crying all night. Cause everything's wrong and nothing ain't right without you. You've got me singing the blues. The moon and stars no longer shine. The dream is gone, I thought was mine. There's nothing left for me to do but cry over you. Well, I never felt more like running away. But why should I go? Cause I couldn't stay without you. You've got me singing the blues. Ha 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 
high over you Well, I never felt more like running away But why should I go? Cause I couldn't stay without you You've got me singing the blues You've got me singing the blues Sun directly overhead and the ground directly on the foot. <laughs> telephone engineer Sigon pushed forward to install the telephone before the rains came and the Joneses went. <laughs> we'll need a telegraph pole here. Bernard, hand me those two bananas from my binocular case. Yeah, thank you. I see that's funny. I can see a French sign. Caution, Le Sahara Desert ahead. No warning, no telephone engineer. I say. We can't stand for that. Oh. Put up a British sign immediately. <laughs> there. No hawkers, no circulars. <laughs> I say, can't you read? No hawkers, no circulars. Me, you're not a hawker. Then you must be a circular. <laughs> Did that? If you're not a hawker, you'll be a circular. You must be. <laughs> English joke. <laughs> African silence. <laughs> Let me tell you, back in England, I'm on the TV every week. I know. That's why I come to Africa. <laughs> Listen, little corny comic. <laughs> Mr. Sean sent me to find out if you've got a parcel from Moriarty, God blame me. Oh, yes. I'd forgotten all about that. So had the listeners. <laughs> That is why I mention it. <laughs> Good. Now listen, Chief Ellinger. You show me where Buana Kran lives. Right. You follow me. Meantime, in a little love nest at 17A Africa. <laughs> Stop playing that saxophone in Africa and put it back in the fridge. You know they go off in this weather. You see, there goes one now. Now, Min, tonight you must wear your tiara and long raffia drawers. Mata, Henry. It's Henry's death nightmare. And I shall entertain you with my sensual Caucasian knee dances. Head up with your Caucasian knee dance. Rolling your trousers up and clacking those nubbly knees together. You mean my knees are losing their magic? 
life when they go back to Dennis Bloodbuck. The bounder of rope is like heart. Don't you be a mixed up creature. Mmm. Stop wobbling you. Sorry, Henry. The first careless rapture is all but done. During this tender duet approaching this scene is Chief Ellinger. Followed on foot by Eccles, Blue Bottle, and the headlinesman from Finchley Telephone Exchange. These little snippets of information do help, don't they? Well, I, I won't hold up your fun any longer. If anybody wants me, I shall be in the residence lounge. <laughs> ah! There we are. 17A Africa, the end of the Finchley Road. Right. Eccles, break the door down by inserting the key in the lock. <laughs> All right, you high-stepping cool fool, you. Now, where's that fair mini banister? I haven't got the fair. Then, <laughs> you'll have to walk. Ta-da! Minnie, I'm taking you away from the scholar that you live in oh. to the scholar that I live in. Someday I'll find you. Well, that's one character less for Sellers to play. <laughs> have you got the parcel from Moriarty? Yes, I have, Henry. But first, where would you like your telephone? In my study, please. Where's that? Inside my house in North Finchley. <laughs> I say, that was a bit of bad luck for Mr. Seagorn, wasn't it? And now, of course, I know you're all wondering what was in that brown paper parcel. Well, good night. That was The Goon Show, a BBC recording program featuring Peter Sellers, Harry Seacombe and Spike Milligan with a relative quartet, Max Gilray and the orchestra conducted by Wally Stott. Script by Spike Milligan and Harry Stevens. Announcer Wally Screenslade. The program produced by Patrick... Man, as John Lennon said, love those goon shows. Just a quick reminder for more comedy fun, come on over to funnypodcast.co for the expertise comedy podcast.